1: Sick with it, since you wasn't a butt, blood just My own sweet down, didn't think what I thought.
0: I didn't recognize him for this anymore. I don't want to be defeated. I don't
2: want to be defeated. I don't want to be defeated.
0: I don't want to be defeated. Oh, hey, everyone, welcome back to my podcast, Lead Singer Syndrome. I'm your host, as always. Shane told, and yeah, it's been a couple weeks since I've had a guest. Last week, it was just me answering questions from all my sinners, members of the Weed Singer Syndrome All Access Club. Hey, thank you, everybody that submitted a question, and thank you, everyone, for listening to that. It was different. And this week, we have more of the same, but a great episode, of course, with a guy that's been through the ringer. Over the last year, Michael Bond, formerly of Issues, formerly of Woe Is Me, currently playing drums in a band called Wild Heart. Very different stuff if you're used to Issues and Woe Is Me, but very cool stuff. And I really looked forward to chatting with Michael, an old friend of mine we hadn't, we hadn't spoken in a couple of years. So this was really, really awesome. And he holds nothing back. So get ready for a great episode and a very honest episode with Michael. I want to welcome all the new members of the All Access Club. There are so many of you. I guess something sparked that last week, which is very cool and welcome. And I mean, welcome to our little family. It's really, really exciting. This thing just keeps growing all the time. And I'm excited because I can do more and more cool stuff all the time with everybody contributing. Make sure you check it out lead syndrome.com slash all access for as little as $6. It gets you in. And uh, yeah, for a little bit more, you can get a bunch of stuff sent to your house, a whole bunch of bonus episodes, Q and a sessions with me and all this stuff. We do meetups all over the world. It really is really awesome. If you want to get in touch with me, doesn't matter if you're a member of the club or not, you can hit me up lead singer syndrome at gmail.com i'm on all the social media platforms as well instagram twitter eh, just give it a search it'll pop right up don't sleep on facebook i know they've had their issues but don't sleep on it lots of good stuff going on on the lead singer syndrome facebook page as well and in news with me not a whole lot at all. I am just enjoying a little bit of chill time before we gear up to do Slam Dunk Festival with Silverstein, touring with August Burns Red all summer. So I've just been hanging out, ripping the axe in the basement as loud as possible. It's been a lot of fun. It really has been a nice little break. I am happy to report, though, that so far my Marsh Madness bracket is looking very, very good. Yes, I picked Oregon. Yes, I picked UC Irvine. Yes, I picked Oregon to get past that matchup. They're in the Sweet 16. They're my dark horse pick. Everything's coming up, Millhouse, And I think I'm in third place or second place right now in the Lead Singer Syndrome All Access Club Bracket Challenge. So that's a good feeling. Uh, Yeah, I hope you guys are having a good time watching college basketball. Yeah, I watched it pretty much all day for the last four days. And... uh, Nothing wrong with that, right? And it's funny, you know, I'm a Michigan fan. I live right beside Michigan, actually, but I grew up, you know, during the Fab Five era with Chris Weber and Jalen Rose and Jimmy King and Jawan Howard. And mm, I can never remember the fifth. I don't think he went very far. I'm sure he played in the NBA. Can't remember his name, but I'm a huge Michigan fan, and it's funny how you pick a team to win it all, like Duke, who I picked, and now I'm literally cheering for them, a team that I really have never cared for, uh, just because I would hate to see them lose in the second round and totally fuck up my bracket. So anyway, I just love the way college basketball makes me feel, so hey, it is what it is. Anyway, hey, let's get into it. And here's my conversation with Michael, formerly of Issues, currently of Wildheart.
2: Heart. Get over yourself, they can see right through you. We
0: are the future like no one ever knew you. That's flag of a coward, with the heart
2: of a nemesis. If you don't let me clear, take a listen to Genesis! Take a, we ain't playing games. Take a, touch ain't playing Take a, we Michael,
0: hey man, hey, hey dude.
1: Man, it's, it's been
0: it's been a long time, man.
1: Yeah, it's been a minute.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where to start. Uh, I was gonna ask you how you've been, but like, it's just been a whirlwind with you. So, um, how's your day <laughs> going at least?
1: Uh, doing well. Uh, it's sunny here in Georgia, so that's yeah. a plus. Uh, it's been raining like crazy, so it's been pretty pretty rough weather. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. I mean, I know you guys are in Canada, so I can't really say much. But,
2: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, I'm I'm in uh, I'm just outside Detroit now, uh, right across, okay. literally right across the the river. So um, I can get to the, I can be in downtown Detroit in ten minutes where I live. So um, okay. it's I mean, it's not better. I mean, it's it's better than most of Canada, but it's you know, we got some sun today and uh, and everything. So yeah. yeah, you know, spring is spring is coming. Spring is springing.
1: Yeah, it's been right in that like mid area here it's been in like the 40s and 50s but it's been like rainy so it's like it's not exactly warm but it's not exactly cold enough to snow but it's just been right in the middle it's just yeah and so now that we have some sun I'm I'm, I'm, I'm excited
0: yeah no that's good man and uh so let's let's jump in man let's let's start chatting about all this stuff um the last couple of years I mean just if you think about it right it's almost a been a year now since, uh, the departures from issues. And, you know, before that, you know, you had, you had the record, um, headspace come out and a lot of fanfare with that one. And, and it wasn't before, that long before that, that, you know, we were talking, you know, you were talking about what well, was me and that departure. So a lot has happened in a short time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> what's your take on all of it, man? Like, how are you handling it mentally?
1: Uh, it has been, um, it's been a real roller coaster of a year. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know it sounds kind of cliche, but yeah. um, but it's been a lot of ups and downs. Um, it's been a lot of like uh, you know, like one. I feel like something good is happening, and I'm I'm on a roll, and then something else will just like bam right out from under me. Not to sound like like dark or like sad or anything, but you know that's kind of how it's been in the last yeah. year or so. Um, it's just been like, you know, we'll we'll get on a roll and something good will happen. And I'm like, OK, OK, like we're back on, we're back on our feet. Like and then something else will happen and you're just like you, you take two steps forward and then you got 10 steps back. And that's kind of how it's really been um, the last year or two. Mm-hmm. And, um, it sucks. But um, now that, you know, Wild Hearts released some stuff like it's 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 cool. Like it's but it, Um. It, it, it feels good, you know, to release music again and like and have a project that you know you started from the the ground up. You know, and absolutely.
2: It's,
1: it's literally been from you know the ground up. And um, so yeah, it's 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 been a pretty crazy uh, year, year or two. And um,
0: absolutely,
1: every emotion you could possibly think of, like, has has happened. So
0: yeah, well, definitely, I, I can imagine. Um Well, Wild Heart. I mean, there's there's a lot of hype surrounding the project. I think you know. People were rumoring about this band, you know, I think just about right, right after, you know, issues, uh, you, you know, you, you had your departures from issues. It's kind of wild though, pardon the pun, that you're playing drums in the band.
2: Yeah. I mean
1: yeah. that that I
0: think is the most shocking thing to your fans, I think, is that they know you for being a front man running around the stage and it's not like you're you're playing guitar or something. You're literally behind the kit sitting down, which is not the Michael we know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Um well basically so like I've touched on this a little bit, but, um, like, I'll just say like, you know, when I was in issues, I wanted to do a project like this. Yeah. You know, um, um, I never wanted to take issues in like this direction by any means, you know, I wanted, I still wanted issues to be heavy and have that, you know, aggressive side to it. Um, but you know, I never wanted to, t- I wouldn't have never tried to even pitch the idea of going the direction of, you know, wild heart, you know? Right. Um, um, so I would have completely kept that separate. And, you know, I wanted to do that. But outside of issues, you know, I wanted to do something, you know, like Wild Heart, you know. And I missed playing drums, and drums were my first instrument. Yeah. Um, I started playing back in, like, middle school. And, um, you know, I was in the marching band and, and did all that. And then, I, you know, I played throughout high school and stuff in, like, local bands and stuff. And then I started doing vocals and then got into that. And so I put drums down for a while. Yeah like it was like a solid ten years. You know, I messed around here and there. I had sure. kids at my house and stuff, but I never really, you know, while I was doing vocals, you know, I, I, my focus was vocals. You know, and absolutely. I, I, but you no. know, I always loved playing drums, and I missed it. And you know, so I was like, you know, if I start another project, you know, I might mm-hmm. want to just try to play drums again. You know, like it, it could be fun. And so now that I have this opportunity, you know, I'm able to do that. And especially with Jaden, because he, um, yeah, you know, he, he, he kills it, you know, like there's no need for me to do vocals. You know, he's, He's, he's got it taken care of.
0: Yeah. He's, he's got an incredible voice. And at the end of the episode, I'll play, I'll play your single lonely and everybody can hear that. Um, yeah, it's funny you bring up that, yeah, it, like the long for drums, like drums was not my first instrument. I'm, I'm a guitar player, but I've always, you know, played a little bit of drums and the solo stuff I released, I played drums on my own stuff. And I always oh, say good. like my favorite, my favorite time of the It's like it happens like once every six months when our drummer Paul like he's late for sound check because like lunch you know ran late or something and he's not there yet. And I'll yeah. be like, all right, this is like this happens once every six months to a year. I get to get behind get behind the kit. And I like to say blow people's minds, but not necessarily in a good way. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're just, just like, all right, I'm gonna rip this kit real
0: quick. <laughs> exactly, right? It's uh so I mean I can understand if drums you know, is your first love, your passion, just how much you'll miss that. Because let's be honest, you know, when you're on tour you only really have that opportunity to play drums like maybe during the day and then you're annoying like a dozen people exactly so you, you know there's really like when you're on tour like like you toured tour with issues which was non-stop when did you ever get to play drums like maybe when you were home but maybe not even if you didn't have the space yeah, for yeah, it like, right
1: i had a kit when i was at, at the house you know? you know like i had a kit set up and everything and i would just go in there and when i would get bored and just put mess around but like yeah like other than that like on tour like i might get to like Play the like practice kit or something like in the green room, but yeah, you know, like of course,
0: like ten minutes of that, and people are like, "All right, all right, enough." Yeah, yeah exactly. So <laughs> ten minutes is a long time, man. When someone's like hammering away on the drums, and you just want to like, I just want to check my gram feed, man. Come on, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, dude, um, let's let's start at the beginning again. You touched a little bit on, you know, your your playing drums in middle school. Well, let's go back even further. Um, w- let's talk about your early life. I know you're, you're from Atlanta. Uh, what yeah, was it like? I, Did you have brothers and sisters growing up or your parents together? H- how was your, uh, your upbringing?
1: Um, well, basically my parents, uh, I do have multiple brothers and sisters. Um, so I'll start with that, but mm-hmm. yeah, my, my parents, uh, they divorced when I was like three. Um, and my sister was just born. So they, they split up and then my dad ended up remarrying and then he had, um, uh, some other kids and everything. And, um, but yeah, so I have like, I have a brother and what, three other sisters and then a stepsister. So, yeah, so it's a, yeah, it's kind of a big family, but um, at Christmas
0: Christmas time, it got a little uh, crazy, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that happened, you know, they divorced and everything. And and, so I grew up with you know, a, kind of a lot of siblings and stuff, but um, my sister that um, my firstborn sister, you know, she she always lived with me and my mom, um, and, and so we're we're super close, and she actually lives with me now. Um, oh
2: wow,
1: it was just cool. So yeah, I mean, we're really close, and and we've always had a great relationship and everything. So yeah, pretty much grew up with my mom, and you know, I would, I would see my dad like you know, like whenever, whenever you know. He could basically, I guess, but um, he he moved like two or three hours away.
2: Oh, so, all right, all right.
1: Um, so yeah, so you know, I would see him like occasionally and stuff, but it is what it is. But um, but yeah, like I just I don't know, I guess I kind of just like grew up around music. Like nobody in my family played, but my parents would get me like a guitar for Christmas or like a, a drum kit for Christmas. So and, and that started like really young. So like I got my first little, you know, like. It was like one of those like kitty kits, you know, like
2: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. when I was like probably like three or four years old, you know, wow. and I would just, obviously I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but, <laughs> you know, it was cool to hit stuff and it was loud. So, you know, <laughs> that was cool. But, um, but you know, nobody in my family really played instruments or anything. Like they would just like, I don't know, for whatever reason, they were just like, let's just get them a drum kit or let's just get them a guitar. So from the very beginning, you know, my childhood, you know, I was surrounded by you know instruments and music
0: but were your was your mom uh, and your sister were like were they music lovers at least did you did, did they really love listening to music was that around oh, a lot when course. you were a kid
1: yeah. yeah yeah My, my parents would always play music you know and like, like i remember very early on like my dad blasting music and him dancing around the living room with me and stuff like that so they were constantly listening to music like like we they loved music but just nobody played what kind of know?
0: bands were they playing in those early days
1: Oh, gosh. Um, like, Black Crows, okay, stuff like that. Okay, okay. Um, which I still love that band, actually. But, um, you know, like, stuff like Black Crows, you know, like U2 and stuff uh-huh. like that. And, and uh, you know, my mom loves Led Zeppelin.
0: So does um, my mom. Hi, mom. Yeah, the, the, my mom the, listens to these. Hi, mom. Yeah, that's yeah,
1: awesome. Yeah, yeah, like The Who and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, those kinds of bands. And, like, some of them I still listen to. Some of them I don't. But, you know, um, but that's, you know, they would – oh, uh, actually uh, – I'll go back. Bon Jovi was the band. Like Sick. for for me, when I was like a child, I thought that he was like the sickest thing ever. I just wanted to be
2: Bon Jovi.
0: There you go. Or <laughs> so. or the drummer for Bon Jovi, whoever that is. I, yeah, yeah. I know, but yeah. Uh, the uh, yeah, it's, I'm just I'm just having my head right now. The uh, the drum fill at the beginning of Always.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that's, that's <laughs> epic, dude. Um, absolutely, man. So um so. One thing that you've, you know, you've not shied away from, you haven't hidden it from the public is that you have Tourette's syndrome and yeah, yeah. you've been very open with it. In fact, poking a little bit of fun at yourself, like on social media, um, oh, you know, yeah. your username is the Rets, um, you know, and I've met you many times that we've spoke many times and it's something that you, it's noticeable, you know, you, you twitch and, um, this obviously is, I, I mean, I assume this has happened has been affecting you your entire life. Is that right?
1: Yeah. 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 Like um, since
0: you were born pretty much.
1: Yeah. When I was little, I used to make this noise. It's kind of funny. I'll, I'll tell you how it kind of like mm-hmm. came to be, or like my mom found out, but um, so I would make this noise. I'll be like, I'd be like, I don't know if I can do it, but it would be like loop 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 or okay. something like that. Like, yeah. and, and my mom would be like, stop. You're like, why do you, why do you keep doing that? <laughs> like, and so it would kind of get on her nerves. And she'd be like, what are, you, what are you doing? Why do you keep doing that? And I, and I just didn't know why. I just could not just not do it. You know? Right. Um, it was just involuntary. So um, she ended up taking me to a doctor. And, you know, I remember them. It was like one of those things where they watch you through the glass <laughs> things. And they're just like, here, go play with these toys.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Like,
1: like so like, here, uh, we're going to we're gonna watch you for like an hour. Play, play with this shit. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> I did, and then they just—I remember them watching me through the glass, and then and they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, he's got Tourette's." <laughs> so uh, that's pretty much how it happened, and they just like did some studies and stuff, and like some tests, and they just kind of watched me through this glass mirror, and then uh, found out that yeah, I had Tourette's. But um, it's something that like obviously like when I was little, I would get teased for, mm-hmm. and, um, and and uh, I would like like even I, I used to play football and I remember this one guy who would always just like ridicule me for it. Like, but you know, it's kids like they don't know, they don't know. Like, sure, not, yeah, that, yeah. not that that's justifying it, but like, not that it makes it okay. But like these kids don't know why you're constantly twitching or making these noises. And so, you know, they, they poke fun and all stuff. And like, I remember this one time, you know, this kid was like just drilling me. And then, so after a play, I just went and just tackled the hell out of him Cause I just like, yeah. i was like, all right, that's enough. So, that's you know besides the point but well it seems like
0: it uh, seems like it never you never let it keep you down you know a lot of people it would have kind of it would have kind of broken their confidence but for you it was like no i'm you know i'm i guess you had some confidence even as a kid
1: well like well like when i was like i said like when i was little i would get ridiculed for it but for some reason once i hit high school that South Park episode came out.
0: Oh, I don't even think and, I've seen that and one. Then,
1: and then all of a sudden, Tourette's was cool. You know? <laughs> really? okay. for, for whatever reason, so like people were just like, "Oh yeah," so like that South Park episode, and I'm just like, "Sure, sure, whatever." But like, you know, all of a sudden, like Tourette's was like funny and cool and like 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 a thing. But like,
0: wow, you know, thank it's you, Trey Parker. Like, I guess, man. I jeez. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's
1: something that I've. I don't know. It's something that I've. Uh, just learn to accept and like, like, it's never going to go away. So might as well right. just like make a joke about it. You know, I like, and I would never like bring someone else down or, or poke fun at somebody else for having Tourette's. But you know, like, like I try to tell people, like people message me and say like, yo, like I'm getting teased and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, literally that's going to go away. When you grow up, when you get out of school, high school, middle school, like the older you get, it's going to go away. You know, people are going to be more accepting of it. You know, and that's just how like younger kids are. But like, for yeah. the end of the day, you, you you're never going to get rid of it, so might as well be funny and like like laugh about it. You know.
0: Well, you know, it's it's really helping as a role model for kids, man. The fact that you know you you aren't hiding it and, and whatever, and you just put it out there and you talk about it openly, and you look at your confidence and your success. That's like that's huge, man.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it's cool. Like, if, if if I can help, I've never really looked at it like a way like 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 oh i want to like be some role model but like you know if somebody's struggling with it and i can relate like sure yeah like yeah. let's talk about it you know like let's i'll help them you know Wh- whatever way i can you know because i know i when i was a kid like i would come home upset or crying like to my mom and be like you know kids were teasing me today blah yeah. blah, blah but like i said you know i try to tell people the older you get when you get out of high school middle school People are going to be more accepting of it. Yeah. You know, people are going to, people grow up, you know?
0: Right. Well, there's different, you know, levels of, of it, right? I mean, you kind of, I don't know if you're just kind of in the middle or, or what, I guess it depends on, you know, kind of what the, yeah, tic, what the ticks are.
1: Cases.
0: Right. But one thing that I've, I've kind of learned in my very limited research of, of it and what I've you know heard about is, you know, there can be people that are virtually, you know, if they're just sitting around or whatever, they're like, they're ticking all the time, but give them something like like a piano or a drum set and put them behind it and they're focusing on that and then they don't tick, right? It's like something exactly. in your brain d- does that. Is that maybe part of why, in a way, drums, you were drawn to that?
1: Yeah, like like it, it was cool to notice like um, – and see, what's weird is that I didn't notice it, but other people did. You know, like when I would – I grew up in – also oh, yeah. grew up in like church and stuff. and I, I, I would play for my like uh, church group and stuff. And so people would come up to me and be like, you know what's weird? that I noticed when you play, you know, you're not really twitching, you know, or like, I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess I never thought about that. But, um, you know, so if you take your, it's all involuntary, you know? So yeah. it's, it's all like your brain just pretty much just telling you, like, you have to do this like constantly, like, or, and, and there's a sense of relief once you do it. It's really hard to explain. It's weird. Like, it's like a sense of relief. Like once you do it, you're like, cause if I just try to hold still, it's just going to build up and build up and then I have to just do it. So and you feel that sense of like release, it's weird. I don't know how to describe it, but no, it makes um, sense to me. I mean, but, I mean, I, but, I,
0: for like lack of a better, it's kind of like an itch, I guess. Right. That you yeah, exactly. have to scratch and you know,
1: exactly. So like when, um, when I was, when I grew up and I'd be in church and like playing drums and stuff and you know, people would tell me that I was like, Oh yeah, I guess you're right. But yeah, it's basically your brain just constantly saying like you have to do this. And then when you, and then when you do it, you're like, oh, that's better. <laughs> but right. if you're focused on something, you're not you're you're not focused on twitching or, or, or like like making these noises or whatever it is. Um, you know, when when I'm focused on on you know whether it be you know singing, screaming, or 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 drums or performing in general, like yeah. it takes away from the thought that I have to constantly do this. So right. my brain switches to, hey, you have to focus on these drums and playing these parts or, or screaming or singing these parts rather than constantly twitching.
2: Right.
0: Wow. Well, that's, there you go, man. That's, that's really cool that, you know, you just overcame that just with, you know, just with being, I think, confidence really, because it's not, it's not the kind of thing that really is going to affect you and your goals and everything. It's just so, I think so many people, and not just with something like Tourette's, (coughs) but just with any, any sort of, uh, disability or limitation that someone has that can break someone's will, you know, that can, yeah, definitely. that can, that can beat someone down and make them think they're not good enough. They are, they don't have it. They, they don't have what it takes. And just, just you showing the world that anyone can do it. You know, I, I guess it's, it's the, if I can do it, anyone can. And I've always told people that too. I'm not special, you know? So uh yeah. you work hard and and you can get over these things and and make something really really special of of your uh, of your life man. Exactly. Beautiful then, beautiful it, stuff.
1: It, yeah, it's it's really cool. And then when you when you do get past that and then you're like, yeah, I can do it. You know, like so yeah. it's like, you know, not to sound like cheesy or anything, but like you're just like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna, this can't hold me back, you know. Right. So right, you
0: know. Dude, Absolutely, man. So well, let's talk about, you know, um Getting getting older, getting into bands, starting to do vocals, um, and obviously you know your relationship with Tyler Carter is very important. You've been in three bands with the guy, um, yeah. So let's talk about Pathless Traveled, which is you know your lesser known band before Woe Is Me with Tyler. How did that kind of form, and how did you come come about to where you know you you were started playing music you know seriously?
1: Um. So basically. Let's see. Um, so basically, this band there, there's a group of guys that were were playing some shows, and and they just didn't have a. They needed a keyboardist at the time, and then I think one of the guys were going to try to do vocals and play guitar at the same time or something. But I was like, yo, I don't really play keys, but maybe I could figure something out. You know, like right. like, like I could try to you know do some stuff. Like 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 my grandmother actually showed me some stuff on keys and like i could mess around but i'm not i'm no like keyboard player or or piano player you know so but but um so they're like yo we're we need a keyboardist like blah 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 and i was like well i'll come by and like just mess around see what you guys think and see what i'm capable of and anyways it got to a point where somehow i had a mic in my hand and i started screaming and they were like okay like yeah let's just let's just let's just have you be the vocalist and i was like okay so cool so we started playing around, and, and we 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 our first show was at a skate park. Um, yeah, classic. Which we played the skate park, and God, we were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we started playing around, and then, long story short, this band, um, which was a pathless traveled, but we were not called that yet. But uh, what were we you called? Played- i can't even remember honestly really? okay yeah it was probably I terrible <laughs> i bet you yeah, remember yeah. you it, just don't want to say it <laughs> just super super lame but, <laughs> but yeah so we started playing around and then so we we played a show with another band called roll with it which was tyler's band right at the time And we played um it was like at a church or something and um I saw his band and I saw him and he just had this like charisma about him and he had a good voice. And I was just like, okay, like this could be cool. Like, like maybe I should try to go, uh, talk to him <laughs> and like, see like how serious he is, you know, with this right. band. Um, so I did. And I was like, yo, look, we need a singer. Like we want to incorporate. We, I, I don't, cause I couldn't sing at the time, you know, like mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about it and, you know, we wanted to incorporate singing, you know, into the band. so I was like, let's, if you, if basically, if, if you, you know, don't take this band seriously or, or, or the band that he was in, you know, I was like, if you, if you're not serious about this band, or if you want to like, if y'all ever break up or anything, just let me know, <laughs> you know, so, right, right. um, um, long story short, he ended up like leaving that band like shortly after actually. And then, and then he came to try out, and basically it was we're like, all right, so we're gonna have Tyler try out, blah blah blah, like see what he thinks and everything, like see what we think of him. And he basically didn't even try out. <laughs> it was basically um, he came and just sang the parts. Like we had uh, we had like singing parts written.
0: Okay. Right? Okay.
1: You know, so none of us really like sang them though. So we were like, we had singing parts. So we gave him the singing parts, and he basically sang them. And he, and he like at the end of it, he goes, you know, he's like, "When's our next practice?" <laughs> so, so it was that like, sounds right, like I Tyler, right? <laughs> yeah. Was like, was like, okay, I guess you're, uh, guess you're in the band. So that's pretty much how it happened. So yeah, we started playing shows and everything, and like we went out of state for a couple shows, and and um, you know, it's I'll, I'll, a little side note. I'll tell you a little backstory. Um, we went out of state and to Florida. And we had a show at this, like, really tiny bar. Like, there probably was, like, no more than 10 people there. <laughs> right. Like, like there's probably, like, 5, 10 people there. Like, nobody knew who the hell we were. Sure. But we were just stoked to be, like, going out of state to of play course, a Of course.
0: Of course. Right. So,
1: yeah. We thought it was sick, you know. But, um, So we, we went down to this bar in Florida and played. And guess who the bartender was? <laughs> It was uh, the the vocalist of Straight from the Path. Uh, Drew was the bartender at that bar in Orlando. <laughs> Crazy, <laughs> Which is random. really random. Well, they're so from New like,
0: York, so that's that's yeah, that's random.
1: Yeah, so he basically we talked to him and we we're like, "Yo, so what do you do?" And he's like, Yeah, I come down here basically during the summer or or whatever time." And he's like, "When they're not touring," and he's like, "I bartend at this bar." I was like, oh, "Okay," and they were like, "What band are you with?" He's like, "I played Straight from the Path," and then. Shortly after is when they put out like Damien, and I was like, "Damn, this band's sick!" Like, <laughs> I was like, "I was like, that's crazy. That's so weird that they just happened to be him." You know, like, but we played this random bar in like Orlando or some somewhere down in Florida, and he just happened to be the bartender. So, very that was when we were in a pathless travel.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so, crazy, right?
1: So, so yeah, it was really random, but um, but well, that's yeah, the so thing we, though. We, like,
0: just a side note too. Like, so many bands, you know, they they go on tour and they play like. They play shows to hardly any people and they think it's not doing anything but so much of touring is just meeting people, you know, in the industry yeah, just other band. Yeah, networking, that's the word for it. It's amazing how, how far that, you know, that takes you and how important that is to get your music out not just to fans that are going to buy your shirts and shit, but people that are going to support you in, you know, within the scene, you know. It's that's really important yeah. too.
1: Yeah, it's, it's weird. We we ended up even touring with them, you know. So right, so it's like it's crazy. So like it's funny. Like when we actually did tour with them and like in a uh, in issues and and woes me and stuff. And like we were like, I was like, I was like, damn, I haven't seen you in forever. And it's so funny because we always every time I see Drew, like he we always bring it up and stuff. But um,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny he even remembers, right? I mean, he's bartending all these bands coming through but that's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. That's crazy, man.
1: He probably remembered because we were just God awful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what was me? Wasn't God awful. What was me? Was a great band. So talk about how you guys, I mean, you and Tyler uh, transitioned and, and how this, how Woe was me got going?
1: Um. So basically like, you know, we played around with the pathless, pathless traveled for, you know, like maybe like a year or two or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um. so as that's going on, over here, over on the on the other side, you have this band called, you know, of machines. Um and they were playing and touring and stuff, and they had, you know, Austin, who was the drummer yeah. Yeah. um of, of Machines, and that ended up falling apart. I really don't know like details or anything sure. on that, but basically the band just fell apart. Um so Austin ended up starting another band with um so let me actually. I'm going to back up again. Um, you had a machines. You had a pathless travel, and you had this band called Chainstokes, which, which Kevin, Corey, and Ben, from what was me, were all in. Right. So basically, what happened was was you know a pathless travel. Tyler quit a pathless travel, and I ended up quitting a little bit after Tyler. Um, Austin started this other project. Like Chainstokes broke up. Um, and then of uh, machines broke up. So basically, what happened was like the guys that were all serious and like like the best of the best out of those three bands went and formed what was me. Okay, so you, so you basically had three bands. That so it kind was of an, just, a,
0: an Atlanta scene supergroup.
1: Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to say we're like a supergroup. Well, of no, like, a, like, a supergroup like, of it, local it, bands. A, yeah, yeah. It was like it was like the local, the best of the local scene. Pretty much like. Like came together and formed. What was me? Basically, all the members that, all the guys in those bands that took it really seriously and wanted to do something. You know, they basically came together and, you know, formed. What was but me. You're, like but you're
0: still like, what are you about twenty years old at this point? Not. Yeah, even? yeah.
1: I was, I was like fresh out of high school, man. I was like, you know like twenty, maybe, maybe not even twenty-one. Right. The um, I know Kevin and Tyler in What Was Me. So, uh, but it's weird because I knew Kevin, Corey, and Ben when they were, like, 14, 15 years old, because we all played local shows together, you know? Like, yeah. A path traveled would play with Chain Stokes and and vice versa. And, you know, we would, we would open up for, like, like old machines, like, you know, they were signed, so whenever they played a local show, like, we might, like, open up for them or something, you know? So we all were, like, really close-knit, like, connected and everything. So, but, yeah, like, um... <laughs> gosh, I don't know where I was going with that. Sorry. I well, no, 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 about.
0: no. You're, you're fine. But I I mean, just, just talking about your age. I mean, I think you're quite a few years older oh, yeah. than Tyler, aren't you? Aren't you like four years older or three or four years older than Tyler? Yeah.
1: Like so, he was like, years older.
0: so he was a young, really young kid. I mean, yeah, his maturity well, actually, is, <laughs> is a, well, what was, something else, right? I'm sure at that time.
1: Yeah. yeah. What was funny is that, um, what was funny is that, um, when all this is happening and like, like we're playing local shows like you know kevin and and cory and tyler and then they're all like still like very much in high school you know mm-hmm. but you fast forward a couple of years when woes me actually comes together um you know kevin and tyler were seniors in high school and i remember when we went into the studio to record or start writing for numbers um kevin was doing homework you know like in the studio he like switched schools he went to like a a place called Faith Academy and it, they pretty much like, it's not like a online high school, but it's pretty much like a, you go in like a few days a week and they teach you or whatever. And then you do the work and send it in pretty much. Okay. So yep. Yep. He, he did that so he could be in the band pretty much. Yeah. So, it's crazy. Like man. So it's, it's, we're all in there. Like when he's not recording, like he's having to do homework, <laughs> you know, it's sucked, but you know, he, <laughs> he did it and he, he graduated. So which is cool. But yeah, like it was weird. Like they're all like, they're in high school and I'm fresh out of high school. And you know, so, so yeah, we're like really young dudes. So,
0: well, Um, that must've contributed to some of the, the issues that you, sorry, I keep doing these awful puns, the issues that woes me had. I mean, I mean, it was pretty well documented the amount of member changes, um, that happened. And, And it seemed like the band was really successful. Um, you know, with, with, you know, fans and getting tours and everything was going really well, but it just seemed like every other month somebody was leaving and somebody, you know, this was just this revolving door of people.
1: Yeah. um, It was. uh, Including
0: yourself, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, uh, it was, it was tough because like we were so new to this and we were hungry for it. Yeah. And I think that's like a, I don't want to say it's a downfall, but but we were so hungry like 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 i said like when those three bands came together you know we formed what was me it was basically taking all the people that like were passionate about like touring and getting out on the road and getting our name out there and like so we were willing it was basically the people that were willing to drop everything yeah and do that and once we got it i think we just kind of went off the deep end you know like like a few people you know just like just like we're out on tour, and we're just like, oh, my God. Like, it happens to so many people, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they get on tour, and then, they, you know, they change, you know? Maybe not, not their personalities, but, you know, like, their habits and, and what they do. Change.
0: Well, yeah, sure. Everything's everything's more under a microscope, right? So, you, you see how people really are when you're with them 24 hours a day.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, like, and that happened, you know, like like, like there were – you know, be drug problems and drinking problems and, and just like, you know, manipulation and all this stuff. And like, and, uh, it just was a lot to handle. And so I think once that kind of like peaked, you know, people started dipping and were like, you know, this isn't for me.
0: Right. Right. Well, Tyler left and, uh, you left, you know, shortly after, you know, Hans Hans came in and, and for a while, and you know you guys had I guess you put another album didn't you? And then and then you you left, but it seemed like your departure was was pretty vicious. And I want to quote just for a second this um, this lyric that I loved from your first uh, single issues ever did King of Amarillo got the swag <laughs> of a coward and the heart of a nemesis. If you don't like these lyrics, then go listen to Genesis. Sega, we ain't playing games. Now when I first heard that, I was like Genesis, like. Peter Gabriel, like Phil Collins, uh, that's like kind of rad. And then I, because I didn't realize that that was what the new Woe Is Me record was going to be called. Yeah. And then it's kind of like you really went for the heart, you know, of of like yeah. pick a side, yeah. m- motherfucker, you know?
1: Yeah. we. I mean, yeah, it, yeah it's also like a pun on, you know, good of, of course of course yeah <laughs>
0: I, I know that's, that's but I was but, like
1: but, i, I, but I
0: yeah, didn't like, get the 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 third meaning which was that that's good, was the upcoming woe was me record which I assume yeah. they told people that it was coming or I don't know if you're the one that spilled the beans
1: yeah, yeah. Well, they had, it was what was funny is that that song got released the same night their first single from the new album got released. So oh, okay. Rise pretty much released it at the exact same time. Oh, like, so
0: they're they're I, like yeah, they're playing both sides a little bit, I guess, trying to create yeah. A little yeah. Drama. They pretty much were like, like yeah. we're gonna
1: hype this shit up. We're gonna release both bands' songs at the same exact time. Let's <laughs> go. Yeah, so so which I get it from a marketing standpoint, but yeah, it's just, I remember sitting, us sitting in our apartment that night and, and, uh, that song got released and we were just like, here we go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> here we go. But you, you know, what's funny is that my sister actually came up with the line, <laughs> the, the, the Genesis, like Sega thing, like, like we were sitting in our room writing that. And then Ashley was like, like Sega Genesis, you know, like, I was just like, that's stupid. Let's use it.
0: It it is. But no, the first thing I thought was go listen to Genesis. Like I can't dance. I can't walk, you know, or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Which, Like I just, I don't know if you remember that video um, where they're like, they're like doing this like really slow walk to the music. It's like the worst in that, that Genesis video, like kind of after they were, I guess after they were good, um, but side note about that is I remember uh, I finally, this was like when I was a kid, I finally got a CD player and my sister is seven years old than me and she was kind of like my, my musical like influence. So this was, whatever time this was, the, the two big records that had come out were Genesis, We Can't Dance and Nirvana, Nevermind. And I said to my sister, know, my mom was like, "Okay, you can you can get a CD." We were at Costco of all places, because Costco sold CDs. And, um, and I say to my sister, "Okay, I'm 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 gonna get like I'm gonna I don't know which record to get. Should I get the Genesis record or the Nirvana record?" And my sister's like, "Come on, get the Nirvana record. It's like way better." And in my <laughs> head, in my head, I secretly really wanted the Genesis record because uh, I love that stupid song so much. Uh, but, but I was like, oh, okay, well, my sister says this is cooler than it. I better get the cool record. And then of course that was, that was, that was the first CD I ever bought was Nirvana Nevermind. uh, but I still, yeah. Genesis holds a, a, a very warm place in my heart to this day. So that, that's when that's I heard awesome. that that line, that's what I thought of.
1: <laughs> nice. I, I remember that song as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably one of the ones my mom would play.
0: So. Yeah. yeah, I gotta go watch that music video because I remember just—it's probably so lame now. But anyway, um, so so okay, so yeah, so I mean, this this all this happens, and it's like, you know, woe is me is is definitely changed. It's it's probably for for them. It's a sinking ship now with both you and Tyler leaving the band and are in a new band. Um. And you guys had a lot of hype, but all this had happened for you so quickly. Like we're talking about March, 2012, you're out of is me. the the new issue single was like what? October of that year, 2012 and January, 2013 is when we met, when you toured with, when you, when you guys, uh, were on the Silverstein tour. So we're talking about like yeah. nine, nine months between leaving one band and going on tour with another one with new music.
1: Yeah, it was, it was very quick. Um, it basically. Yeah. Um, once, once I left, what well, was me, we weren't sure like me. So to back up just a little bit,
2: mm-hmm.
1: me, uh, Ben and Corey all quit on the same day. Oh,
2: so wow.
1: we basically went in there and we were like, we're not doing this anymore. Like we're, we're done. So we all quit on the exact same day. And then we weren't sure if we were going to, you know, start a band together. We weren't sure what we were going to do, but we just knew we did not want to be a part of that. You know? Um, so basically, uh, we went to uh, Tyler's solo show that he was doing. He, he, so while this is happening, you know, Tyler's on tour with uh, a band called Go Radio. Yeah, and we actually went out to the show um, just to like see him and like we hadn't seen him in a while. And like, like of course, when you know when what was when Tyler quit, what was me? If we were we were pissed, you know, we were upset, like just because the way he did it, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but you know, time healed things, and you know we started talking again, and we went out to his his show, um, and uh, we ended up, you know, talking and everything, and like he was telling me he wanted to start a new project, and was thinking about bringing us on board and everything. And I was like, yeah, let's do it, like let's start a new band, and so we did. Right, and that's that's kind of how issues came to be. Um, and uh, he, he his DJ at the time on the tour was was. Was scout yeah. for time, yeah. Um. So so basically, we all pretty much like got together and we talked, and so
0: that's how it happened.
1: We, we started issues, and um. So yeah, like like we put out, you know, King of Amarillo, like. But yeah, that's kind of how it happened.
0: Well, yeah, well, a lot of a lot of hype there. I mean, I, I guess things have probably repaired with with you know you and kind of everybody from that era. I mean, isn't um. Isn't Kevin from Woe Is Me in your in your new band too?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin, um, Kevin's in our new project, and um, and he, he, was, the, actually, he was he was
0: in he, Woe Is Me the whole time, right? He was the, the like yeah, he yeah, stayed he in there. with all the people, yeah, right? So that's exactly. kind of a crazy a crazy full circle thing.
1: I want to say it was he. I think he was the only original member at the very end.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: So so, so yeah, like so he stayed he stuck it out, and then so basically warped tour happened and then uh i think hans quit on warp tour or after warp Tour, and so after that kevin was like this isn't worth it anymore he's like let's just call it a day right so he he left and he went and got a full-time job and he was working for years until i saw him at a wedding uh, of a mutual friend and i was like kevin hansen i was like what the hell like you know it's (laughs) been years man like And so we started talking and after the whole issues thing, he was actually the first person I called after I got home, you know, that whole thing happened that night. And then the next day he was the first person I called. I was like, Hey man, you want to start a band? And he was like, that's funny. (laughs) And I was like, no, I'm serious. You want to start a band? He was like, okay yeah but what about issues i was like yeah yeah it's it's whatever Uh, you know i didn't didn't want to go into details at the time but you know i was like just just, let's just
0: start a But at that time though did you i mean you said before this was kind of something you were going to start on a side project but did you know at that point that that maybe you weren't going to be in issues much longer one way or the other
1: no i I had no idea oh okay I I, i really had no idea honestly
0: well, I mean, let's talk about that then. I mean, you, you were in this band a long time, and it seemed like you got ousted uh, you know, pretty quick, and I don't know the whole reason. I mean, they said they kind of said it was a creative difference kind of thing, and, but they, they praised you in their statement. Um, but it was pretty one-sided. I, I don't remember you making a statement, and I couldn't find one when I looked. Um, I, uh, what was your so post- kind of take on it?
1: I posted my statement on Instagram, um, I didn't go to like a magazine or any sort right. of like media, okay. media thing um, at it, but I just basically posted mine on on Instagram. Um, uh, I won't really, I won't really go into details about it because there's some things that you know still like very personal and like I just like we're just not able to really talk about. It, you know, well, what I'm it saying?
0: hasn't like, been that long either, man. It's only been a l- yeah. you know a little over a year, so I understand that. I, I, I respect yeah. that.
1: Um, basically, like I just. You know, it was kind of like, kind of felt blindsided, I guess. Um, Yeah. We had just ended the Headspace tour, and, you know, I got, you know, um, told like the day or two days after, pretty much, that they were going to let me go. And that was it. And uh, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, I was very shocked. You know, I was very, very shocked. And to this day, like, it it, it sucks, you know, but um, I'm very excited for Wild Heart, you know, yeah. but, um, to this day, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say like, like, like I'm completely over it. Cause like, I'm not, but I'm, I'm over being in issues basically, you know, if that makes sense. Like I'm yeah. over, like, like I'm okay. I'm totally okay. Not being in that band. Like I'm totally fine with that. But what happened and how it happened, I'm not still not. It's still, it still like eats at me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been, you know, well over a year. So, um, But, you know, basically, you know, we did the Headspace tour, and, and that was it. And I had no idea that that was going to be my last tour um, with them. Um, and I pretty much just got told that, you know, that they were going to go in a different direction and wanted to, you know, pretty much let me go. Right. And that was, was it. And, and, and for, for, I mean, you know, obviously, there's more details than that. Like, there's a lot of, like little things that, that went on. and But at the end of the day, that's pretty much the gist of what happened. And, and it really caught me off guard. And I was very shocked because, you know, I... I, I Headspace was a hard album for me. You know, um, it was a very, very tough album for me because that's when I started to try to expand me being a vocalist. Yeah. Um, and it was basically like a trial thing i felt like you know like this is a trial album like basically like like are you gonna do it or not kind of thing and like i'm not saying that from from their perspective but like you know just in general i just felt like headspace was like a trial thing like i was basically like it was like basically can you sing and do something that you've never done or can you not and if not then you're out right that's just from my perspective that's kind of how it felt like because i was pretty much like went into the booth and was like hey you should just start singing now like like and that's kind of how it happened like and 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 like you know i would mess around with singing and stuff and tyler would tell me like hey you're not, actually not bad and i'd be like ah shut up you know like, like but <laughs> but um but he'd be like no no, no like, you should actually like try it so basically we went into the studio to write and i uh I tried it and it was cool. It was cool, but like I, I obviously when I first started, I was not you're not comfortable. Anything, yeah. anything special, you know? And, and it right. was very new to me. But like I just looking back, I feel like it was like, hey, like you should try to sing, and if you can't, then you're out. Like, well, uh, I don't know. I
0: I think it's kind of a strange strange way to go because you know issues is music is is heavy you know and yeah i don't know if if the, the i mean we haven't heard new music yet so we don't know what direction it's going to going to be yeah. um you know but the but the music is heavy and like live you know there's a dynamic there of, of having you know you as a dynamic front man running around um but at the same time like it's almost like if they want you to just sing then you have to Why you have two singers? Do you need two singers? Like, that's just why, like just have Tyler sing then. So, so in a way I don't really understand it. It's like, if they're trying to get rid of the screaming, then they're going to keep you to do what exactly? Like I mean, if, unless you're harmonizing, but that's not really the point, right? So I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. really understand, you know, that that real that take, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like I haven't, or like you said, I'll like say we haven't heard the music, so I don't know exactly what their new stuff will sound like. But you know, I do know that you know AJ screams, so maybe yeah. they just wanted to just cut me out and like have AJ do it or whatever. It is what it is, you know. But like, mm-hmm. like it's still, it's still. um just the way it went down, I guess it, it, it sucks, you know, yeah. and just still because you, you're, you're just so caught off guard. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm totally fine not being in that band. Well,
0: and- yeah, absolutely. I mean, I sure. And you're, you're onto some, some really cool things that are, you're really passionate about. And I think, I mean, you must have so many great memories from being in issues. Um, you know, uh, it wasn't, a terribly long time but as longer than you've been in any other band i mean like like what about when you got to perform with lincoln park i mean that must have been a really cool experience
1: yeah. i mean we we got to do some things that i'm like you know still like like truly blown away by you know yeah. um we definitely got to do things that i was you know looking back i was just like jesus i can't believe i got to do that and like it was cool but um but yeah there's always going to be a a a I don't know how to describe it. Like the, a layer of just like bitterness there. Like even, <laughs> yeah, even on, I,
0: I appreciate your honesty. Like, why on, why wouldn't there be all the
1: memories? Like, like, yeah, like, like I mean, performing performance Lincoln Park was like one of the best days of my life. Like I was, you know, I, I never thought in a million years that I would be able to do something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and and when I got told that I was like, you know, jumped around like a little kid on Christmas. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, but so we got to do some really cool stuff, and like it was cool, and I think that might be one thing that that really is upsetting is because like I felt that like that we were a different band, you know, like we could keep growing, and I feel like this is uh, whether it was me, whether it would be me, or if somebody else was the vocalist of issues, you know, like like I just feel like you know this has been a complete setback you know, from mm-hmm. both, both parties, you know, from my side in there's like, so, and I just felt like that we could have kept going and, and been such a, yeah. a, a really cool band, you know, but, yeah, um, but it is what it is, you know? And, and, and you know, like I said, I'm, I'm totally fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate your honest, your honest, honest answer, uh, there. Um, I, I gotta ask you about this. Um, Tyler is posting things about Woe Is Me on his Instagram. There's a Woe Is Me Instagram account. Ten year anniversary of numbers is coming up. Is this a thing? What do you know about this? Um,
1: yeah, definitely not happening. <laughs> like <laughs> okay. I actually just posted it on on Twitter today, like, because I didn't want to bring attention to it at all. Like I just like I said, like here here here's my perspective. Right. I'm absolutely trying to 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 move forward. Like I don't want to go ten years back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. especially with, with, with people and relationships that are definitely tainted, you know? Um, yeah. I don't want to go ten years back. I don't want to be in the same room as all those guys again, you know? Like and there's guys that I still talk to and what was me and stuff and that are were cool. Like but oh, like, like Kevin, sure. Yeah, like there's there's a couple guys, you know, that I just like you couldn't pay me to put me in a room with them.
0: Well again, there you, you know? go. Okay. Well they're like, setting the record straight over here.
1: Yeah, so like like it's just like I know there's, like, they're hyping it up. I don't know why it's being hyped up. Like, I do get that the 10-year anniversary numbers is next year. But I don't know why this is a thing all of a sudden and why the account is being reactivated. But I actually just, yeah, I posted on Twitter today because I I didn't want to bring attention to it, but I was, like, getting hit up by so many damn people. And I'm just like, look, I'm not going to lead people on. I'm not going to be fake, and I'm not going to, like, I'll just – I'm just gonna nip it in the butt, you know. And right. just like call I mean, it a day.
0: could there could there be some kind of like a new addition to the record? Is it coming out on vinyl, something like that? Like, could, could, maybe. maybe yeah, I I don't, mean, I don't, don't know. Think, like, you haven't spoken, I mean, but you haven't spoken to Tyler about it.
1: Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, basically, it it was briefly talked about, but it, I don't even want to say talked about because I pretty much is like, yeah, I'm not doing it. Right, like I don't even want to say it was like an idea or like a. It basically, it's just me, just like absolutely not.
0: Yeah, well, like, I get it, I'm but gonna, you know, you know, man, you got you got a great you got a great voice, um, and I I was actually a pretty big fan of the the singing you did on Headspace, to be honest. So I hope um, you know, I, I, not not to say that I don't want to see you playing drums, and I don't really enjoy Wild Heart because I really do enjoy you know the first single which is all you've put out so far i'm excited for the rest but i would like to hear you doing some vocals again at some point
1: yeah like honestly like i would i'm not i'm not uh opposed to that you know like if i I could maybe like do something like on the side or something like actually ryan seaman and i uh oh yeah a, like yeah he was in Falling and then now he's in that band uh i don't know how but they found me but yeah he, he, we're always talking about like maybe doing a little something on the side or or whatever. But if, if I did vocals again, it would probably be something outside of Wild Heart. Um, no,
0: absolutely. I understand that the yeah. projects are different, but, but you know, just just with something. But, but man, thank you, man, so much for, for just being so uh, transparent and, and, and talking about all this stuff, man. Um, so what's, let's talk about Wild Heart, and I'll play the single at the end of this. Um, what's going on? Are you, guys, are you guys planning on doing some shows? Uh, is there going to be a record released? What's, what's the plan there?
1: Um, we have another single coming out, um, probably at the, the end of April. Okay. Um, it's a, it's called animal. Um, it's actually one of my favorites that we have. Um, uh, I know lonely was kind of like a, I don't want to say it was a safe first single, but you know, it was kind of like more di- died down, like kind of mellow. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, like this one's definitely more upbeat and like more shows more of the like rock side of us. Um, but yeah, it's, it's called Animal, and I'm really excited about it because it's definitely one of my favorite tracks that we have, um, and that should be out like at the end of April. And then I really would like to start playing some shows and like kind of building some hype around us, you know, maybe around like May or June. Um, so so that would that would be really cool. Um, we actually don't have any tours lined up yet, but you know, um, you know, we're definitely open to stuff. I know things get booked out like six months in advance. So
0: yeah, they seen to these days. Yeah. Yeah. It's true.
1: Yeah. It but, um, to be but longer having, and longer. Exactly. But, but yeah, um, yeah, we would definitely want to start playing some shows around, you know, this summer and everything and like start getting everything ready. But, um, I'm really excited for it. We have, uh, like eight tracks so far.
0: Oh, okay, cool.
1: Cool. And um, So, so we, we so yeah, so our plan is basically to, to put out a couple singles, you know, two or three. And then, um, and then we want to start putting together an EP, um, after that. And, you um, know, we might, I mean, we have, like I said, we have eight tracks, but we might go back and redo a song or like throw one out or, or, sure. or read another one. So, but yeah, so we'll, our, our tentative plan is to have a EP out by like late summer or something like that.
0: It's fun starting from the beginning, but it is, a, it is difficult, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's very difficult, man. I, I I I just I don't know. Like I feel like uh, it, it's fun. Like it feels like to, like you know, like I said, we talked earlier about you know being a teenager and like being hungry for it. You know, yeah. and so I have that. I have that hunger and I have that passion again. But at the same time, I can't help but feel like like shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm starting from square one and like like not just, not this sounds sad or depressing or anything. But I feel like a lot of people have just like abandoned me, and I'm kind of like all right, I got to fend for myself now. So, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, you know, it's, it's, I'm passionate about it and I'm like hungry for it again. And it it feels good to, to have those feelings, you know?
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thanks for this, man. Anything else to add before I let you go?
1: No. Um, yeah, just, I guess just be looking for the single, um, late April. Um, it's called animal. Yeah.
0: All right. Michael, thank you so much, man.
1: No worries, man. Thank you for having me. Of
0: course, man. Cheers. So there it is with Michael, and uh that was honest as hell, and he really was forthright. Doesn't sound like there's gonna be a woe is me reunion happening anytime soon. And uh I gotta be honest with you guys, right after I finished that conversation with Michael, the first thing I did was I looked up that Genesis video for I Can't Dance, and it is amazing on so many levels. Everything from Phil Collins' hairline to there's like a behind-the-scenes and outtakes, but it's in the video of the video? It doesn't make any sense. And I was right on point with the, the walk that they do, the super cheesy walk. Thank God my first CD wasn't Genesis We Can't Dance, and it was Nirvana Nevermind, even though it's super lame that I bought it at Costco. Anyway... I'm going to leave you with a tune, and this is a good one. Check it out with Michael behind the kit. Here's Wild Heart with Lonely. Peace and love, and we'll see you next week.
2: Well, don't really justify And i never even question why Feels like I've lost my sense of rise But I just play the hand that's keeping down, losing all my focus, getting all after around. The stutter every single time Get a bit stupid